Welcome to the Pen by Design podcast. I'm your humble host, Destiny Jordan. And here on this podcast, we delve into the craft of writing, publishing, and tips and strategies of being a creative entrepreneur. So let's get started. What's up, everyone? Are you struggling to make an outline? Whether you're a plotter or a panther or just a discovery writer in general, you may be missing these 15 key story elements in your story. Now, before you go ahead and strike down formulas, this is these 15 key elements are in every story that could be applied to your writing to help you get out the rut and also improve your story production. So now, the best way to find these 15 elements I'm talking about today are in right here. Jessica Brody's Save the Cat writes writes a novel. This is where you can get a lot of a lot of these story beats explained a bit a little bit more. But this for me is a lifesaver. I enjoy this so much and it really has helped me nail down my story elements and just nail down my story when I miss feel like I'm missing something and I'm not sure which way to turn. However, if you're a part of the YA persuasion, she just released another book it's called Save the Cat Writes a young adult novel because young adult novels are significantly different from regular novels because of the types of themes and tropes and ideas and the pacing that you may need for young adult young adult novels. So if you're a part of that persuasion, I, I also made to do a video about this one as well because it has a lot of goodies. But this is the book you will need by Jessica Brody. Say the cat writes a young adult novel. So let's get into it. So now the first things first, there are 15 key story elements in every story. No matter you, if you write fantasy, romance, history, or sci-fi, every single last one of these are in here. And that's all that you really need to hit. So you have a perfect story far as structure-wise and how it flows. So it's part of the three-act structure, which most of us know about the first act, second act, and third act, beginning, middle, and end. Pretty simple. Now, most of these are in the, a lot of the act, a lot of your beats are going to be in the second act, which is why it's so long. But let's start by the first act. The first act, number one, you need is the opening image. And this is just how do you present your character to the reader for the first time? And this could be they're doing, this is best done with them doing something or some type of maybe prologue or explanation, something where it kind of grabs your reader into or hooks your reader into the world that they're going to be part of with your character. And also this is the first image where you need to establish why the reader is going to care about your character. Why do we care about Harry Potter? Well, he's an orphan baby and he's with these relatives who, who don't like him. So that kind of gives you empathy off the back of being an orphan parents not being being involved and he gets as curious as well about what happened to his parents why is he with these horrible relatives who is he so that kind of gets you started thinking what's going on in this world and gets you intrigued but first it's about through the empathy that you feel for that character like in my example like in home games now we wake up we see Katniss in hunting we see her taking care of her mom and sister so we're a bit we're all investing in Katniss about her being the sole breadwinner at a young age in this crazy world where now we know that people are in districts, that people, this district in particular, is very poor. So how does Katniss and her family get survive? We're investing in that because that is something that we're investing in someone we want kind of, because Katniss is kind of an underdog. 
So it kind of depends on what you want for your character to be explained in their new world. The second thing you want to talk about is the theme stated. Now this does not actually mean someone had to set have to say the theme. This just means somewhere along the way, the theme has to be demonstrated or shown or told. So we kind of get a glimpse of what your character is going to have to learn throughout the story. And for Katniss, she talks about a little bit of being rewarded or not rewarded, more so of being helped out by P.M. Malark, which is the baker's um, baker's son, where he she feels that he purposely burnt bread so that she could have food to give to her family because she wasn't quite a well hunter back then. So she kind of owes him something. And so, but as we know, Kat doesn't trust many people except for those, except for what she can do. So that's kind of a thing stated, mentioned in through the character or through outside characters. The second thing you want to, the third thing you want to do is the setup. How do you set up your world? So how's your world set up and done for your character? So what constraints and rules are there? As far as in the districts and home games, we know that the districts are controlled by the capital. So we know that certain districts do certain jobs. We do know that it's hard to travel amongst the district unless you have the funds and means to do that. And we also know that every year, certain age groups, mainly children up to 18, have to be raffled in to participate in the Hunger Games. So we do know those type of rules going into it, explained by Katniss and her interactions in her world. Where we know that also by how she when she hunts, she goes to the market and she borders because there's no her district particularly is poor. So now that's all they have to do is to barter and trade goods with each other. That's how they can that's how they work and how they get along. So then the fourth thing you need is a catalyst. So a catalyst is the big push to make your character have to go into the next step of their journey. Now, as far as Katniss, her big push came from her sister. Her sister, this is the first year her sister has to be part of the raffle for the games. And Katniss tells her, like, you're so unlikely to be chosen for it. You know, it's your first one. Aha, big twist. Prim is chosen the first time she's ever entered the raffle, which then makes Katniss, without even thinking, volunteer as tribute to save her sister. So now this catalyst is a big push because Katniss can't undo it, technically. She has volunteered, her name is on the list, they're expecting her to go, and also she get paired she gets paired up with Peter Malark. Now, then which pushes it into a debate. So now Katniss is kind of a whirlwind of emotions that she just volunteered to be tribute. She's going to be in home games, and her partner is Peter Malark. And she vacillates between whether she wants to go or not like what does she do gail even her best friend gail gives her option to go you know to kind of skip town and go into the woods you know because she's a great hunter so she could disappear and who would know what would they do you know and that would just that her out so she can either her two choices during this time is either to go to the games or to go into hiding so now as we already know with the with the, with the book hopefully you know that Katniss really does have a good moral compass, so she chooses to go to the games, which then pushes her into the new world. So the big question you want to know in this Act 1 is, what is the big push 
for your character? What's going to be that thing that tips your character into the unknown, into the world that they don't know? And it has to be pretty significant within your world and your character to make them have to go to, they have to see there's no other option and that either consequence of going or not going, which one is going to kind of outweigh the scale. Now, act two, we have number six, which is kind of break into act two. This just means now your character is making moves towards going into their new world. This could be as simple as a train ride, like in Katniss. She's a train ride, she's going to the capital. And so this is where she is kind of introduced to Effie and her mentor Hamish, and they're kind of giving her the spiel of going into this new world and what to do and what to function. Which also starts number seven, her B story. And this is where her and Peta actually kind of have their, they begin to have their journey of relationship together because now they're basically partners in this Hunger Games. And they have to get the captors to like them and their district. Now, number eight. Now this kind of, so this is the beginning of a buttonless ship. And number eight, this is the fun and games. Not exactly what you think it is because fun and games can go good where they have success after success after success or it can go bad where they fail and fail and fail and fail. So it depends on what you want more for your character. Usually my fun and games I like to do is that <laughs> I have my characters winning and winning and then I, have, I set them up for the midpoint <laughs> where you can guess what may happen. Now for Katniss, her fun and games, she's having, she's kind of failing really. She gets along with some of the Tribunes and she's, she's trying to get along with, with Peta, but she fails in politics where she's not that great at getting people to like her. She's really rough where Peta is winning. He's doing great at it. He is fun. He is great. He's just having a ball. He makes people feel wanted and needed. And that's his superpower where Katniss is like the prickly cactus and she's not doing so hot which she's told by Effie and by Hamish that she needs to get better at it and make people like her so that she can survive the games because there, she's going to need someone to help her in the games. So that's kind of her fun and games as they go through all the publicity and the costume changes and the feasts all and getting the tributes. That's her fun and games. Now, the midpoint number is the knife area, knife store element. And the midpoint does, does what it actually said. It marks the middle of your book. And also, three things happen during this time. Number one, either your hero gets a great victory, what they think it is, or they think they suffer defeat. Also, the stakes are raised, where now the time is starting to crunch. Usually it's really done, done very well by a time crunch. Kind of like the mama's gonna go off pretty soon, or another detonator has started, something that makes their, the character know that it's go time. And also this is where your A story, your main story, and your B story start to merge. So this is usually where the relationship between, if we have a romance B story, the relationship is tested and someone is going to lose out. And so this is where a lot has happened. So in Hunger Game for Katniss, her the main story, so her midpoint is actually when they're in the games and she's winning, winning, winning with Rue, but then her false victory of blowing up the careers type of their supplies and everything 
has also come swiftly by them of redying. So now, what happened? So 10, the bad guys close in. So that class closing in will be kind of the result of result of Rue's death. Her captain's enemy, en enemies have teamed up and they've kind of found her out. And the weak link was Rue, not Katniss. So Rue ends up dying. And so now, this is just going to start to for Katniss to spiral. Now the bad guys closing in does not have to be literal bad guys. Just in Hunger Games it was. However, if your character doesn't have like any enemies, like huge enemies, it can also be internal. Meaning their kind of their demons or their flaws are starting to kick up again. It could be someone who's been sober for a long time, something bad happens, like maybe their wife dies or their kid dies or something like that, and it brings up that demon of alcohol and they become an alcoholic self again because of this tragedy. It's something that's going to make your character's flaws be exposed. And that's usually what I like to do for bad guys closing in. Now, Levin is all is lost. So this is your character. They're not at rock bottom quite yet. They're going there, but all is lost. This is where your character really feels they don't have any other terms. They have nowhere else to go. So we know for Congregants, PETA, is what that the tributes. He's doing, he's living it up. He is kind of safe in that area. And Katniss feels alone. And then with Rue dying, then now Katniss really does feel alone that she has no other options. And then we have her going even deeper down to being sequestered in the cave is the Dark Knight Soul. So this is where, so even, it kind of starts off a little bit. So Peter does save Katniss from the tribunes by kind of hiding her and being diversion so she can get away and she ends up in the cave. And then with that, she's feeling really low. She's thinking about taking one of those berries and ending her life because she can't, she, at that time she didn't see a way out. But then also a sponsor comes through for her. And that's helping her to see like, okay, I can win this game. I do have someone that does care for me, which is PETA. You know, I have a way out of here so it could be, I can get, I can muster the strength to carry on. But usually at Dark Knight Assault, you have your, your character hits a pretty low spot where they're contemplating things they ought not contemplate. So it depends on how you want to do that. And so the question is, how are you exposing your character's flaw? Because in Act 2, it's all about really getting your character to expose the flaw and to deal with it. Because Act 1 and most Act 2, they haven't not dealt with their flaw. So this whole story for Katniss, she hadn't dealt with her mistrust. Until at the very, <laughs> once she's in the cave by herself with nothing else to do, that she has to learn to actually trust. And the only way she to get out of here is to learn how to trust Peta and to get back home to her sister and her mom. Now, break into Act 3, our 13th step is to break into Act 3, which is where we know we are winding down, we are going down the hill, and the final battle is about to begin. So this is where your character kind of kind of jumps back into the game instead of being passive about things that are happening to them they're being a bit more aggressive so the 14th note or element is the finale which has five key ingredients with it the first one is they either gather a team or they gather tools so if they're batman they're gathering tools because they may have, they may not have a team <laughs> but as far as katniss the team doesn't have to be a lot of people 
Katniss just starts to go ahead and get paired up with back together with PETA and that's her team. Then you have executing the plan. So now they plan, her, Katniss and PETA plan to go to Cornucopia and to win the games because the Capitol now announces that they can have two winners. Heck yeah, they could do this. And then surprise, a big surprise has to happen of some sort. And this is the prize of awarded Capitol Home Games. They say that, hey, we lied. You can only have one winner. And so now they have this big, now Peter and Katniss are looking at each other like, now only one of us can win. Now what to do? And this goes into dig deep. And this just means where the character, the main character, is going to go deep into their soul and their spirit to pull out their faith and their courage to continue on. And so Katniss and Peter, if you watch the movie too, they have this moment, it's not, it doesn't have to be long, a moment where they look at each other and say, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to agree that either, either both of us go or none of us go. And that is our, that's going to be what it has to be. And this is where they have a new plan where they're both going to eat the berries because either they're going to have, the capital's going to have, are going to have a winner or not. And this is also because Katniss has destroyed all the other tributes, most of all the other tributes. So now if they both leave, if they both her and Peter die, then the capital is ruined because all the kids are dead. So now with her and Katniss and Peter going to both eat berries, the cap the capital is forced to change the rules again and tell them and then announce that Peter and Katniss are the winners because that was it they had no other options they weren't to get the capital any more options so now now we have so that's kind of the big summation of the third act the third act has only three major beats but it have to be a very good payoff and the question is how do you want to show your characters have changed because pete because now katniss has changed significantly when we first saw her because the last one, you want to have the final image. So now we see Katniss at the very end of The Hunger Games, the first book. Of, she starts off as kind of a loner. She's a great hunter, but she's very just mistrusting and distrusting of other people. But then she has, at the end of the book, she is trusting Peter. She's even beginning to kind of love Peter. And she has also become a figure of hope to all the districts. Compared to when she started, she was a figure of hope to no one, not even herself. So that is two polar opposites of how Katniss Everdeen has grown. So this is what you really want to show in that last image. How have they grown? How have they matured? And how are they dealing with their flaw? Because if you have more than one book in the series, then they might not have, have tackled their flaw all the way. But at least they started to tackle it. And so if you found that helpful, go ahead and give me a thumbs up. Or hit that notification bell so you can be stay tuned for the next video. And check down below for all the free resources and goodies that I have, have for you guys. Now, since you guys already know all the 50 key elements, do you also know how to put some little spice in that? So now that you have the 15 main elements, how do you flavor it? How do you make it tasteful? And how do you add all the good stuff in it? The butter. Or in some also with a dash of tropes. Now, if you don't know how, if you don't want to do both of those, catch you in the next video where we can talk about how do you expand this 15 story beats to more. See you in the next video. 
thank you for listening to Pin by Design. Links are in the show notes of all items mentioned in today's show. Don't forget to pick up your free self-publishing guide to start your author journey in the show notes. Hang your own story designed by you. Catch you in the next episode. Bye for now.